My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, so one, two, three, four, five. Fifth place. We saw him as fifth place on issued paid so far for the month uh, of March, but uh, we're now in April. Uh, Kurt Denny, 92 dials, 13 contacts, three appointments, four sits, four apps, four referrals, all four were life apps for $6,559.44. Kurt able to join us this morning. Try to. There he is. How's it going, everybody? Fantastic. We hear you and see you. Tell us who you are and tell us about your week, Kurt. My name is Kurt Denny. And actually, I'll tell you what, this is kind of cool, fun thing. Two, two really cool things. First of all, part of that is a conversion to a smart UL from a guy that did term policy. The second thing that was really cool was about two weeks ago, we did a, I had a lead for a couple. They work for Nissan. And he actually, when I went to the house, he said, I don't really, I'm just telling you straight up, I don't want to buy anything. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to everybody's packages and then I'm going to make a choice. So I waited about a week and I have a girl who helps me by making appointments. She calls and does dials for me. We're super, super busy pastoring a church full time too. But when she called, he said, absolutely. I want him to come. So we went out and his wife was there this time. It was so cool because he said, everybody that came in the house was so pushy. And they were trying to sell us stuff immediately. And if I didn't buy it right then, it wasn't going to work. And he said, you were the only one that did not do that. I thought that was kind of cool. Just wanted to pass that along. Yeah. So just by waiting and respecting them, um, it, was, it was pretty cool. Very cool. That's excellent. Good word. <laughs> not being pushy, but he was intentional. Did you catch that? And, and some people uh, confuse the two. They think, I don't want to be in sales because I don't want to be pushy. Well, nobody likes pushy salespeople. Don't, don't be pushy, but certainly be intentional with that. Don't just let things fall through the cracks. Don't, you know, push, pursue it. We, we hear, uh, I, think, um, I think we hear regularly uh, about conversions uh, on, in the top five. We hear the top five converting policies. And agents who are new to the industry uh, or new to us may not necessarily understand what a conversion is. But a conversion is when you take a, a term policy and convert it into a permanent policy. Uh, and foresters, you know, it has to be like and like, you know, you have to uh, tr uh, convert a like policy to a like policy, meaning if it's fully underwritten, you can convert it to a fully underwritten. If it's um, no medical underwriting, you can convert it to a, a no medical underwriting. And it varies by company. Uh, but in general, that's what a conversion is. Uh, there's, uh, and they pay you commissions when you do that, right? Um, so that's, uh, that's not a bad thing. Anyway, give him another hand. Congratulations. <laughs> Kurt has been very intentional on, on making that conversion happen. I've been copied on emails that he's back and forth with Forrester's on. So that's, uh, it's really impressive to see. Um, fourth place. I, uh, fourth place. We got Jonathan Yakey on the Megan team, 155 dials, 31 contacts, 15 appointments, 12 sits, 10 apps, 15 referrals, all 10 were life apps for $7,417 and 80 cents. Jonathan Yakey, everybody. 
How you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm awesome, man. I almost said uh, brother and buddy, and it came out bruddy. What's that? I was I was gonna say brother and and buddy, and it, and I said I'm good, bruddy. How are you, <laughs> bruddy? Sorry. <laughs> uh, hey guys, hope everyone's doing well this morning. Um, had an interesting week, um, but it turned out pretty good. So the first point I wanted to mention is <clears throat> slow down a little bit each week um, when you're booking your appointments. Because I think this is the – I can't remember the last week I sat on 12 appointments out of 15, which is a good thing because I had worked with Marty on it a little bit, um, just on slowing down some. So that would be the first point. Second point I have is um, leaders are going to grow and they're going to grow greater in the presence of other leaders. So these meetings, the sales meeting, the builders meeting, um, your hot spots, I can't stress enough how important it is to be there and to plug in. Um, if you've been here 10 years, if you're brand new, it doesn't matter. Um, it's just as important. And, um, I would not be where I'm at without those, those meetings and the other leaders in the company. Um, so I want to make that really clear because I'm not special. I'm just a product of the system that we have. Um, next thing, know what you want. Um, when you're, when you're going out each week, it's something I had written down when I'd wrapped my week out. And have goals, too, because um, if you don't know exactly what you want from the business, uh, we're all in a different place in our lives. And um, But if you don't know what you want, it's not going to be very clear and you're not going to know what to do. Um, so have goals on, what you, on your production each week and make them smart. So make them specific, make them measurable, make them assignable, make them relevant, make them time-based. Um, I forgot who said that someone said it at some point in one of the meetings, <laughs> but it, it just, I remembered it. So, um, and then, and then talk to your, to your agency manager or someone that you're working with and go over what happened every week and you're going to get really good at this business. But if you're not utilizing everything we have here, um, it's just going to take you longer. And it took me a lot longer than it should have. So learn from my mistakes and uh, just keep pushing, stay humble, stay hungry. The business works, the people need the insurance, they're asking for it. I mean, several of these that I went by, one was an A2 door knock. And when I left, he thanked me for coming. Um, another lady, same thing, she was embarrassed to talk about it. And she thanked me for pressing to get into her home. And, uh, so just keep moving, put in the work, don't give up. That's all I got. Love it. That's good. That was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he gave us some distinct points. He started off with slow down and last week he kind of talked about how, uh, you, you, you met with Marty, but if you, if you can, Jonathan, I'd love for you to, uh, kind of expound on that slowing down uh, part. What, what, explain that. What did you do? What does it look like for somebody to slow down in order to speed up? So at one point uh, I had, um, 
I had about four appointments that I could have counted um, in addition to the 15 I booked. But instead of counting them, I just I put them in my schedule to go by um, in between when I normally would count them. So I really just counted the appointments that I knew were, were solid, that I had actually finished the entire script and asked about the numbers on their house, asked about, do I need directions? Is there a business or grocery store close by? Uh, just little stuff. And Marty, I mean, Marty hit the nail on the head. He goes, bro, it's just little stuff you're doing. It's, and I, I can't really help you figure that out. You're going to have to kind of look at it and figure it out on your own, but I guarantee it's little stuff. So start with the details of tying your appointments down and then go from there. Mm. Um, that was one thing. I just didn't count those four. I ended up writing two of them on drive-bys. Um, that was one thing that I slowed down and did. Another thing is I tried to, in the house, instead of um, trying to get through it in an hour, I just said, hey, I'm just going to sit here and get to know him for 15 minutes, which I normally do. But the past few weeks I've been thinking about, I got these other appointments to get to. I need to get everything resolved. So I just slowed down a little bit in that regard, and it helped a lot. Um, and it's stuff I already knew. It's just sometimes we we get in the rhythm of stuff and we forget to to slow down. Um, two of them, a couple of them were actually referrals, so that was one thing. I had slowed down to call people from prior weeks to make sure that they'd got their policies and they actually gave me two people to go see. Um, so just little stuff like that. That's good. Hopefully that helps. Good tip. And the quote, the quote of Jonathan today, leaders grow in the presence of other leaders. Uh, that's, that's outstanding. Give my hand everybody. Thank you, Jonathan. Third place, Mike Swales on the Fitz team, 141 dials, five contacts, four appointments, five sits, four apps, zero referrals, all four life apps for 7,000. $573.92. Mike Swales, everybody. <laughs> you have a voice, Mike. Barely. It's coming back. <laughs> Are you, can you? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to run appointments when you can't talk. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, all, <laughs> all in all, it was a pretty good week. Uh, I sure could have ran a whole lot more. Um, but um, my uh, my my tip for the week is uh, along with what Jonathan had just said, the process works. Believe in the process. I did that business in two states, Indiana and Texas, and I did I changed nothing. Hmm. Uh, so it works no matter where you go. I think um, that was a mic drop. That was perfect. <laughs> it works for everyone. Well, there's nothing else to say on that one, is there? What was that, Fitz? I said there's nothing else to say to that. It, it, it's, it works wherever you go. Yeah, it does. Uh, so, you know, new folks getting started, just just follow your due diligence. Follow your ATM. Follow the process as your upline showing you, and you'll you'll make sales. Right on. Now, Mike, you live in Indiana, and uh, how did you get a – how did you do business in Texas? Did you have to get a license? How did that all work? Yeah, I had to get a non-resident for, uh, for Texas. Uh, the main motive is I don't want to do Indiana winners anymore. <laughs> um, and I'll be, 
Um, uh, so I'm kind of, it's kind of the test runs everywhere. I did Houston first. Um, in two weeks, I'll be, I'll be uh, <laughs> running production in Dallas to see, you know, and do some, do some comparisons. <coughs> so you, did you, you got, you went a line to get that license and then. Yeah, went, went to FINRA, it took about, I, what, three days to know. It was like the next day I had it. Yeah, 24 hours. Uh, yeah, it was pretty quick. Um, and, uh, and a week later I was, I was down working. I think it cost me $60 or something. Right. Um, and uh, it works. Went online, picked up some leads, made some phone calls. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah, 7,500. Yeah, well. Phone calls weren't so great. It, it started out, uh, I, I bought 10 leads, a mixed bag of leads. <laughs> I was at 30, zero, and zero. I was trying to make the dials before I went down. Um, nothing. So I started on door knocks. I started door tagging. Set an appointment with one for the following day. Uh, first appointment, first sit, closed it. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Yeah. Yeah, until my voice went away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's solid. I, I uh, believe in the process. I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on that because when I first moved uh, from North Carolina to Texas, uh, I first got here and I, I called back home and I was like, "Hey, I'm struggling out here. You know, I'm trying to make I'm trying to make phone calls and book appointments. I, it's there's no point in making dials on Sundays because you know everybody in Texas they watching football on Sunday. And uh, I remember my mentor Andy came out. And uh, he sat down with me about six months after I got here. He sat down with me. <clears throat> he said, I hear what you're saying. It's harder here, whatever. He said, let me just make some phone calls, see if I can book some appointments for you. He grabbed my lease, started making dials, booking appointments. And uh, he booked like six appointments. I closed all six of those appointments. Uh, but when he got done booking that night, he didn't know the rest of the story yet. When he got done booking that night, he said, bro, there's no difference. There's no difference. People are people. They're asking for the insurance. We go out there and we cover them. It's not a big deal. Quit quit creating your own objections. It's, I mean, yes, in Texas, football is religion and you got Catholic and Baptist and high school football. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a religion here, but it doesn't keep people from loving about their families and wanting to get them covered. The process is true. Stay true to it. Mike, thank you for that reminder. Give my hand, everybody. No, I had a mentor 20 years ago that said, you give me a handful of leads and some applications and put me in an airplane, drop me out anywhere in the country and I can go make sales. And, uh, and I believe it. I don't even think you need leads. Just drop you somewhere. There's people there that love their families and want to provide for them. Um, everybody's the same. It's no different. All right. We're now at second place. Adam Johnson on the Johnson team, 165 dials, 23 contacts, 12 appointments, eight sits, nine apps, 10 referrals. All nine were live apps for 10,000. $271.69. Adam Johnson, everybody. Hey, Fitz. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> I'm from uh, West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul, direct to Grace McGill. And I've got my number one administrative assistant here with me. This is Adam Jr. Hey. <laughs> good to see you this morning. Good. He's saying good to oh, see you. Oh, yeah. Good to see you, too. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it, it was um, it was a fun week, you know. I think a lot of times I feel like I'm repeating myself, which means that it's probably true. Um, <laughs> just just play the whole game, follow the process, follow the details. 
Um, you know, I booked my appointments for the week and one particular client, um, he was 67 year old smoker who, who, if you just slow down and listen to your clients, um, and hear what they're saying, you can hear what their need is. So for him, he had some coverage in place. He had a 10 year term and he was paying over $350 a month for it. And he didn't like the fact that, um, that it was going to run out in 10 years. He's, he kind of joked that I plan on being here in 10 years. So that's why he turned in the mortgage protection lead is essentially he's trying to see if he could find some other coverage. So we set him up with a smart UL and um, you know, that was a solid, you know, uh, 4,000 in premium. The, the total premium was actually, it was like 445 a month, but he was willing to pay a little bit more for that permanent coverage. Mm. Um, so it probably wasn't what I would have maybe led with, uh, but if I just listened to him, what he was already paying and how he, you know, he, he saw that he didn't like the value of what he had. Um, so that was kind of, a, that was a big chunk of my production this week. The other thing is, as I was dialing, I had Will and Stefina in my office with me last Tuesday and we were dialing and somebody called and left a voice message to cancel for my 2.30. Um, so we kind of laughed that I was going to show up anyways, but <laughs> I double booked it just in case. I had somebody canceling, so I double booked it. I said, well, I'll just show up early. So I showed up at two um, and the gal stopped me at the door saying, didn't you get my message? And I said, oh, I just, it's been busy. I don't know, you know, what's going on? And she said, well, he's not interested. And um, I just pulled the lead out on the doorstep and said, oh, um, okay, well, wh why did you send us in? And she said, well, I'm concerned about his health. I said, oh, okay. Uh, but were you just trying to cover funeral arrangements or... And she said, yeah, I just need something. How, and I said, oh, okay, well, that's, that's kind of why I'm here. And, and she said, well, how much is it? I'm like, well, that's why I'm here. And she said, well, come on in. And so she let me in. And the first thing the guy says is, you let him in. <laughs> <laughs> and he was kind of like, he sat on the sideline of the appointment. He was kind of that, he's kind of a grouchy guy, but he's a funny grouchy guy. He wasn't mean, he's just funny. And he kind of grumped the whole time and we just went through the appointment and wrote him a small final expense policy. Um, and I said, you know, I hate to, hate to rush. I, I got to get to my next appointment. So I managed to squeeze in an extra appointment just by showing up anyways. And, and, and I double booked anyways. And, and uh, so that was cool. What, one last thing that was great was um, 82 year old mortgage protection lead. So do not prejudge your leads. When I called to book the appointment, I asked her what her schedule looks like. She says, well, I am working Tuesday. And the first thing I thought is, man, maybe she wrote her date of birth down wrong. But sure enough, she works pretty much full time in a daycare center cooking for the daycare kids. And, and, and uh, it's, she loves what she does. She's very, very healthy and um, has her son living with her. And her son just needs some transition time for when, when she passes to take the house over. So we set her up with one year of house payments on a final expense policy and uh, she was really pleased with it. It was really one of my favorite clients that I've had all month. That uh, really was a great appointment. So don't prejudge off, off the age. Um, just show up and, you know, really like Jonathan said, just sit back and listen to them and get to know them and figure out, is there any way I can help this person out? Boom. <laughs> First of all, good to see your administrative assistant sitting there beside you. Uh, <laughs> good looking guy. 
<laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, and uh, Heather and I are sitting there watching your video going, we sat right there. We, we, we were right there in their home with them. We met Adam Jr. It's awesome. Um, I know she's sitting there looking at, thinking the same thing. Um, but uh, I want to say while your son is there that um, uh, he probably knows this, but, but Adam Jr., your, uh, your dad's a superstar. And uh, we, he's, a, he's a true champion in our organization, and uh, we're proud of what he's done. I know you're proud of him, too. So I to that while, you're, uh, while you're sitting there. I um, don't know how that got unmuted. But uh, I did want to comment, too, on the things that you said, Adam Sr., um, <laughs> Adam I, uh, the uh, selling value. You know, a lot of people say, how do you sell a $4,000 premium on somebody? You sell the value. I mean, it's, it's, if you're going in there selling price, if you're going in there selling out of your own checkbook, well, that's, that's, you're going to cost yourself sales selling out of your own checkbook or selling based on purely based on price. Um, but if you are going in there and finding the value, find why he needs it. You know, that guy didn't want the 10 year term. He wanted something permanent. And, and Adam was able to deliver that value. Don't prejudge 82 year old lead. He first said it. I was like, we haven't been generating leads for 82 years, but he, <laughs> he, he, <made> <laughs> <laughs> the client is 82 years old. Uh, I mean, they need insurance. Why would they? It's, it's, it's amazing to me when I talk to a new agent, or maybe it's not. Maybe I thought this same way once upon a time myself, but it's been so long now. We talk to a new agent, and they go, <clears throat> what do I even sell to the 82-year-old? I mean, why would they even send this in? I go, I don't know. Call them. Like, I don't know what's in that person's mind. I don't know that she's healthy working basically a full-time job at a daycare at 82 years old. I don't know that she's trying to provide money for her son to transition into taking over the house. I don't know all of that. You're only going to find that out by calling and going to see them and, and uncover that stuff by asking questions. Don't prejudge. I can't tell you how many people have come to me with leads saying, I can't sell this person. Why? Look at their last name. They don't speak English. What? How can you judge that? My last name's Fitzgerald. You think I speak Gaelic? I mean, come on, man. Like, what, you, what kind of judging is that? Martinez doesn't necessarily only speak Spanish. I know a lot of Martinez don't speak Spanish at all. They, they, why would you judge? Anyway, and then showing up. I love that. And I love, Adam, I don't know if everybody caught this, but I love what you said at the door. She said, how much is it going to cost? And he's like, that's why I'm here. <laughs> a lot of people would get into a price at that point. Oh, it's going to be about $100 a month. Too expensive. Bam. They slow, slam the door on your face before you get in the house. And when you said that he was just sitting on the side as a grouchy old, a nice grouchy old guy, I was thinking in my head of the, uh, the old guys from the Muppets uh, sitting up there <laughs> in the it's box. Kind of like, that's kind of a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, life insurance is terrible. It sucks. It's, hey, you know. I'll take that one, take that one and get in my house. So. <laughs> you nailed it. Go through my head. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy your spring break. Hey, I gotta know how'd the escape room go? Did you guys get out in time? We almost escaped. Oh, that it's not. That's a that's a positive way of saying you failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> We're punching in like the second to last code. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> who, Heather wants to know who you're with because I mean, when you were when you were doing it with us, we we got out. But um, who who was on the team? Well, um, so Adam Jr. unfortunately had a wrestling practice, so we told him if he would have been there, <laughs> we probably would have gotten out because that would have been that one extra one extra piece. So it was me and Teresia, Aaron, Alex, and Brent. So <laughs> it was a good time. It was a Mission to Mars theme. We're trying to. 
fix our spacecraft and get off the planet. <laughs> Look, I, I'm just going to tell you guys, <clears throat> I, I, I know that what it takes to be in the top five is to be competitive. Adam Johnson is one of the most subtly competitive people that you will ever meet. Um, he shot me a YouTube video of a guy teaching people how to best get out of these escape room deals. And like they were studying on how to get out of the escape room. <laughs> I love that. It said so much to me about who you are and, uh, and it's all good stuff. So thank you, Adam, for sharing and congratulations. Enjoy the rest of spring break. Teresia's son. All right. So first place. She's there a lot. Michelle Alleman, Alleman team, 116 dials, 28 contacts, 25 appointments, 15 sits, 17 apps, 60 referrals, 17 life apps for $21,062. You all smell that? Smells like she's about to go on vacation. Give her a hand, everybody. Hi, my name is Michelle Alleman. And my husband and I, Mike, have been in the business for 11 years. We, um, it is, it is funny, Fitz. You say I'm going on vacation. I did have a goal of writing 20,000 this week, and I have another goal of writing another 20,000 before I leave on Friday morning at 8 a.m. So basically, two days uh, to do it, and we'll be back here next Tuesday on this meeting. But we are going to Cancun. For a few days for Megan Strong's wedding. Woohoo! We're excited. <laughs> uh, but a couple of things about this week I wanted to share with you guys. I worked three days. My husband, my son was in town from Baton Rouge all weekend, spent the whole weekend with the family. I did not spend five days writing 21,000. I spent three days. And I want to tell you that you can cram. 10 appointments in a day or nine appointments in a day if you really want to. And what you want to do is, you know, all these final expense TV leads, a lot of them are going to be there because they're, <laughs> they're going to be there because they pretty much don't work. So um, that's just a tip for you. Um, I do try to cram in a lot of appointments if, you know, because you're going to get no-showed, you're going to get reschedules. Ended up having, having a full day Wednesday and Thursday, and so many of them no-showed that my, th my Friday got totally booked up with reschedules. So that's not a bad problem to have. Um, but uh, one thing is be bold. What I mean by that, here's an example I had. Uh, an A1 lead that was a $1.5 million mortgage lead. And I called it and I set the appointment. And um, they were a little bit, you know, they were in their 50s and 60s. And I knew it was a good appointment when I set it. It was my last appointment of the day. It was set for 7.30. I not, um, got there at 8.30. And this one, now I got there like 8.45. And this one was like an hour to get to from my previous appointment, which I had nine appointments scheduled that day. So I did, would not normally call him, but I did call him and told him that I was on my way. It would take me about 30 minutes to get there. And he said, hurry. I said, okay. <laughs> and then he calls me again while I'm in the driveway. And I said, John, I'm here. I'm at your, I'm at your house. 
I'm walking in now. The first thing he said to me when I got there was, are you from the same company of the guy that didn't show up, called and set an appointment? I said, no, sir. <laughs> Not, no idea who that was, but it was an A1 lead. So, guys, you've got to be bold about getting taking care of these people. I knew it was a good appointment. That was the only reason I called him and told him I was still coming because I knew he was serious. Um, but then I get there. And it's about a $700,000 home. They're actually building the $1.5 million home. Uh, he owns a company, he owns a tree service here in Houston, one of the largest tree services in Houston. Very successful man. Um, but then I find out quickly when I get there that he's had cancer three times. Mm. Three times. Not once, not twice, three times. And he has, has cancer currently, but he's... Uh, it's got a, it's a chronic lymphoma. So he works, he's, he's totally functioning, hmm. but I knew at that point I couldn't really do anything. But however, um, I went through the whole thing, went through the whole thing, just the same way. Every single time you have to go through all of the information and ended up writing the wife, a $1.5 million policy for about 600 a month, 550 a month. She's super healthy. Ended up writing an accidental in that home for $131 a month. And I'm going to be probably doing some business with some of his employees. So don't be afraid of those big mortgages. Um, that's one of the things. The second thing is I had an appointment uh, with Felix this weekend. Not this weekend. It was, it was Friday. And, um, it was another A1 lead. And I remember when I set this appointment, she said, uh, I said, because a lot of these, this was the, this was the um, final expense direct mail. And a lot of those people are normally home. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I'm going to be there on Friday afternoon. She said, well, I'm not going to be there. I'm working. I said, okay, great. What time do you get off work? She said, five o'clock. And I said, well, I'm going to be there after five. I will be there sometime after five. And I remember going into her home with Felix and she told me, she said, you know, by the end of the point, basically we found out she already had a policy. It was an A1 lead. Look at the policies guys, because I didn't really look that hard at the policy at first and she still wanted additional policy. So she had a mutual Omaha whole life. She had two plans on her grandchildren. And I wrote her an extra small policy with CFG whole life. She wanted additional. And then before I left, I said, let me look at this one more time. And I look at it and I find out it's a graded whole life. It was one that she did in the mail. It wasn't one of our agents that came to see her because I would never try to replace any business that an agent has already done in our business. Mm. Uh, but it was a graded policy. She was super healthy. I saw it at the last minute. And basically, she started crying in that home. And she said, I can't believe this. Thank you so much. She was hugging me, crying. And she's a 53-year-old healthy lady who didn't need a graded policy. And I mean, it's just a fact. She said it in the home. She said, you know, I didn't know who you were. I didn't know why you were coming. But you just kept saying you were coming over. <laughs> and so I, that's why I say to be bold. I said, don't be afraid to be bold because people want you to do that. Um, 
and she ended up crying, thanking me for being there. Um, so those are just a couple of the examples of this week. I had some referrals, I had some call-ins, and I had some leads. And, um, you know, it was a great week. I'm planning on writing another 20000 this week. So we got to go on vacation. <laughs> Give her a hand, everybody. <laughs> Michelle, before you go, uh, last year, how many days of vacation did you take? Well, according to TripIt, where my husband keeps all this information i think it was 69 days it was more than he's pulling it up because i forgot <laughs> um, but it's a lot of days it was maybe it was 90 days i think it was a third it's not i don't know it's a I, lot I, of days in my head it was 90 something days you guys okay took what i remember but i, I could have 87 it. days according 87 to days of vacation last year and she ended up being number one in the entire alliance for the year in production. And what we've discovered is she steps up her game when she's about to go on vacation. <laughs> and uh, and it, it, it clearly works. I want to reemphasize, though, when she said be bold. Uh, it's, I heard it a couple times today about being bold and, and being intentional. And, you know, Kurt Denny kicked off by saying about being intentional with that client. Um, being bold is not the same as being a jerk. Let's be clear about that. It's just being intentional. It's, hey, I'm going to come there. Well, I don't need it. I mean, I have new agents that say, they said they don't need it. Of course they did. <laughs> How many people do you know that actually like salesmen? Like my mother, I remember as a kid when the phone rang, she said, if it's a telemarketer, tell them I'm not available. <laughs> I go, I'd answer the phone. Sorry, she's not available right now. May I take a message? Like that was just a routine thing. But these people sent the letter in. We have to help them get out of their own way. Uh, and get them the coverage that they desperately need. And a lot of times what you'll find is what, you, what Michelle just experienced. This client was crying, thanking her for that support. You know, I, I've, I've delivered death claims of people who were difficult to sell, but they were glad when I delivered that check, they were glad that I was, had been intentional and pushed a little bit harder to make that sale. They never, I've never heard one widow say, that jerk left me too much money. They, they never say that. They, they can always use a little bit more, right? So uh, thank you, Michelle, for the example you continually set. I, I can't wait to see what happens before Friday. Uh, I know that uh, the, the going to blow the doors off and just have a, killer, have a killer week right before Cancun and vacation and celebrating a wedding. Uh, so congratulations, Michelle. Congratulations to all the top five. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.